everybody. Welcome to the Uncommon Truth and journeying with us as we pursue our purpose and the principles of performance. Today, Bob and I are going to try to find the uncommon truth about being stuck. Well, what does that mean? You know, I'd say I've been stuck many, many, many times in my life, whether it be just stuck in snow or mud when I'm driving my car, whether it be stuck in a view that I have over a, a specific topic and, uh, or truthfully a belief that I have about something. So Bob and I are going to ask the simple question today of why am I stuck? Or in other words, how do I get unstuck? So Bob, as we journey today, I'm going to just quickly uh, give a few uh, definitions of, of this just to help sort of preset something based off a, a factual uh, way of looking at it. And then we can get into the discussion of our, of our ideas and our, and our thoughts on this uh, topic of being stuck. Well, to get unstuck, we're going to need some principles. And ultimately, leverage to unstuck. If you're stuck in the mud with your truck, we need to go and dig down to hard, and then we need to use a, a, a ramp, a, a two by four, or something that we can dig in and help lever ourselves out of the situation. And usually in life, those levers are our principles. Those are the fundamental truths that we govern or direct our behavior and our actions by. They're the things that drive us forward, or in a simple word, our beliefs, the rules and laws we live our life by. So Bob, how can we use the principles of performance to get unstuck? Where have you been stuck in your life Heath, before? Like what are some of the areas of your life that you found yourself stuck in? And maybe it's okay to be stuck. Maybe it's okay for periods of time to be stuck in an area of your life. But, um, I'm talking about I'm talking about areas that you didn't never felt comfortable being in that position and you wanted to move forward. What are some of the the common areas? I'm thinking about for myself, I'm thinking about my physical being. I was stuck at a level of fitness, stuck at a certain weight level, stuck at, that I wasn't happy with. And and uh, it took something to move me to move me forward. I had to leverage a principle in order to move myself off that mindset, right? And I think one of the principles there, I'm thinking about myself, uh, myself, was I needed to have a concrete goal to work towards. So I found that if I'm gonna be fit at the level I wanted to be fit at, if I wanna be moving forward with, with um, health, my own health, that I had to have a tangible, concrete, objective or goal so that's that's an important principle is to set goals set goals for yourself in important areas of your life we call them the big rocks right the big stones got to have concrete tangible goals to work towards so as soon as i did that as soon as i have a concrete tangible goal that made sense to me that i was excited about i found myself more motivated in those er in that area then i started to set little mini goals for daily exercise, eating well, cutting back on the alcohol consumption, these sort of things. Um, 
so, so I'm just giving you an example of one of the areas, but I was kind of interested in some of the areas that you've been stuck um, and where you wanted to change. Well, you know, we've talked a lot about form of life and I can honestly share multiple stories of uh, being stuck in all areas of it, uh, family and friend relationships and uh, occupation, my work and career changes to my fitness and health levels and health and wellness due to diabetes. And they all, Bob, came back to a mindset or a belief that I had at that moment. And I had to change my belief, my, my state, ultimately. I had to change my focus. I had to change the language and the things that I believed and said about myself and about the circumstance. And then ultimately, I had to take action and step forward. So an area that that's... Uh, Oh, there's so many. I've just got a flood of thoughts going through my head right now. <laughs> it, 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 I'd say let's start with my but, career. My career. Well, I had but but that is, but for our listeners, that is the truth. The truth is yeah. that life is a big thing. But there are these really important uh form of life areas that if you make mo intentional movement in, and these this is a principle of high performance, is be intentional in the big areas of your life, the big rocks of your life, like family, like friends, like occupation. And uh, it's, it's not about advancing your life so much. It is about picking and choosing the areas that you want to close the gaps on, that you want to improve on. So go ahead, share, share with your, share. Well, I think it, it, it immediately all change, right? All change starts with awareness and then an acceptance. We, are just oblivious. We don't know what we don't know. And that starts with me. Uh, and Bob, you walked through this journey with me as uh, I was going through the journey of leaving uh, the Vancouver Police Department. You know, I'd been there for just almost 16 years. I become a diabetic. Uh, I love the job. I love the people. I, um, it's a calling, right? That type of work. I haven't met a policeman that doesn't want to help people um, sometimes it doesn't work out always ideally that uh, in in life that it works that way as we all know um, people make mistakes but the point is is that I came to an awareness that this specific job wasn't going to take me to where I wanted to be in all three areas of my life my body my health the lifestyle the shift work the and I can go on for that, but I had to decide, no, I wanted more for my health and to be healthy is ultimately the most important rock we have to put in in our jar of life. If you don't have health, you have nothing. And that's the mistake that most of us make is we spend our life, our time getting and chasing wealth and money to only achieve it and then have to spend our wealth on trying to buy back our health. Bad scenario. <laughs> Bad. And I can say that because I've lived it. So that awareness was critical. Then came the acceptance of the fact that I wanted change. So I had to accept where I really was. What was my life at? And then I had to come to the conclusion that I wanted more. That more became 
a dream. So, you know, as we've talked many, many times, we got to dream things before we can make a decision. So once we decide, we need to make and document it so that we have a clear plan of action and we know what we need to do. And that starts right down with my belief in myself. And I had to really dig deep and go, I am able, I can go on my own into business and be successful. And you, Bob, were a big part of that, uh, you know, with our group and uh, a part of that taking the plunge. Most people who talk to me go, what? You're giving up your pension, your, you know, all the security that you get within a government job and on and on it went. But the truth is, is that I was stuck in my mind and in my beliefs. And I had to realize and believe in myself that I could do more. And as soon as I packed my chute, I was challenged by a very good friend, a group of friends to jump and pull the chute. And when I did, I couldn't believe the change that happened in me personally. I should say the changes that began to happen in me personally and how basically God provided and just how blessed I was for acting in faith and moving forward. And so to get unstuck really required, ultimately, I think it comes down to our ideal acronym, Bob. It took a requirement that I am accountable for my life and that I am capable, I am able, and that anything I put after I am is my truth. And I had to change my mindset about who I am. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Keith, excellent story. Um, lots of people, myself included, have been stuck in relationships with people too. Uh, friendships, uh, brother, father, mother. We get, we get caught in these patterns of behavior. Really, are, I think, our habits about how we how we see the other person and then thus we start to deal with them in certain ways and as time goes on maybe as we start to grow we become dissatisfied with those relationships so we become unhappy with the relationships or they're not as stimulating as they used to be and i like i like the, the concept of being intentional in these relationships so you can become unstuck you don't have to see your mom or your dad as an example, as, as you've always seen them. You can take a look at them and repicture or re-image the relationship you want with them to have a more deeper, richer, more meaningful experience uh, every time you interact. I think in most situations, so I'll, I'll just relay a short story there, is that my dad had stopped, um, or it was a terrific father, um, but he had stopped hugging me and being affectionate to me probably around age seven or eight years old because I was a, I was his son, right? And men of that generation didn't spend a lot of time hugging their sons. At least my dad didn't or saying, I love you. Or he never mentioned those words uh, to me. Um, but then as I started to grow, um, I found our relationship almost like withering on the vine. We didn't have a lot to talk about. And then um, as I started to learn about leadership, especially self-leadership, I realized that I had an obligation to, to act in a leadership way with my father. If 
I wanted that relationship to improve, I had to kind of take the reins of the relationship, at least make some overtures. So I really thought about this and, and actually planned becoming unstuck in that relationship. And as I was about 26, 27 years old when I planned to actually hug my dad, probably for the first time since I was seven or eight years old, uh, intentionally gave him a hug and a more uncomfortable situation I had not endured was hugging my dad after all those years. Um, but he returned the hug. It was uncomfortable to start, but he returned the hug. And then I stepped back and said, dad, I love you. And he kind of mumbled under his breath, I love you too. But that was the breaking of the ice from that moment on. It became easier and easier and easier. And our relationship became totally unstuck. And I, it actually went on, we were like on steroids for father-son relationship for the next, I would say, uh, 12 to 15 years until he passed away. Uh, it kept growing year after year after year. The, the uh, intimacy in our relationship kept increasing. Our communication kept increasing. And um, it was a real breakthrough becoming unstuck. But again, going back to your principles, I had a mindset about my dad that I had to change. There was a leadership and responsibility and role that I accepted. And um, I had to take action. I had to take action. And that action led to all sorts of new actions. And it just became an intentional part of my life is what am I going to do this time to improve the relationship with my father? Um, yeah. And I see that as kind of a, uh, that became a, um, a template for me for my friendships, for my relationship with my wife, for relationship with my kids. And it continues to this day. It's like, I've got this leadership role. How am I going to build this relationship? What am I going to do? What actions am I going to take? What needs to happen for this relationship to get to the next level? Becoming unstuck. Great on, bro. That's, that's, that's a good example of really making that decision and being clear because if you're not clear you can't be intentional on what are the priorities or big rocks that we have to move and put into the our life right so knowing our big rocks what are those outcomes the things that are the most important and it relates to a story that um, Bob, you and I heard, uh, and I'm, I've heard this multiple times, but I'm going to repeat it. Is I was at this seminar and and I was learning a lot, and and they just said, "So what is a full life?" And the instructor shared and put a big jar up on the uh, desk, a big glass jar, and he said what is it that's really important to you and people put out a whole bunch of things and he picked up these um rocks and put them in there and then he said is it full and a whole bunch of people in the group but yeah it's full then he reached over and grabbed a bunch of gravel and he poured the gravel in over the big rocks and it filled up the space around all those rocks. 
And um, he then asked, is this a full jar? Is this a full life for you? And he gave examples of these different things, right? The rocks having a child, for example, for some people. And then, well, they have the, a child. Is it full? And then the, all the other activities that go around that child are the gravel. And, they get, and it fills it up. Well, is your life full? He then grabbed a jar of sand. And he poured sand. And then, Holy crow, there's more room in the jar. And it filled up space among the gravel. And he asked the same question. Well, some of us are starting to get smarter now and started to realize that you um, don't have a full jar. Now, a bunch of people still, well, yeah, it's fully full now. You can't get anything else in there. And then he grabbed a glass of water. And he filled the jar up and overflowed it. And he says, okay, the jar is full. And then he said, if we really wanted to get into physics, we could say it's not full either because we can go to quarks and atoms and all kinds of other things. The point of the story is that if you fill your life with the sand, gravel, or just the water, the small things, there's no room for the big rocks to go in the jar. It will overflow. What we all need to do is dream big. Decide what the big rocks are. Write it down. Document what those big rocks are. That's called making a plan. And then do it. Because if you don't put the big rocks in, they won't fit. That's right. And I just, and, and the, I felt the, that the was container so in that. Yeah, the container in that story is the time of your life, right? You only have Correct. a certain amount of time too. So you gotta if if you wait too long to figure out what the big rocks are, there won't be any time left either. So um uh very yeah, pointing a story, very important. And you know, most a lot of people find start to discover these big rocks in their twenties. 20s and 30s you start to put it together but a lot of people miss miss the boat you mentioned having a child right if if you wait too long to really figure out what's important for you maybe you miss that you miss that opportunity um, you find yourself in your late 30s and that opportunity has passed you by or maybe you haven't maybe is saving money right is important too but if you you, you start saving money in your your 40s you're you've lost that the big compounding uh, uh, interest principle. Um, very difficult uh, to save if you've missed 20 years of your life, 25 years of your life. As two well, examples, right? So critical. I think we realize, and then most of us, when we're young, we don't realize how valuable time is, how important that time is. Um, mm -hmm. The next thing I, 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 I'll never forget was, you know, Les Brown. I was listening to him one day, and he, he talked about, you know, there's, Two important dates in our life, right? One, the day we're born. The second date is the day we realize why we're born. That comes through a seeking process, though, and through living life. Because at the end, there will be a, a date on our, an end date on our epitaph. 
And life is the dash, the time between them. That's the jar that we're each given. Now, we can allow fear. I've allowed fear to slow me down many, many times in my life. And as I'm growing, I like to think the fact that I'm starting to be able to address it quicker and face that fear, identify the fact that that's just a false event or evidence appearing real. So what is the truth? Ask the questions and then move forward. So ultimately, I think to get unstuck, we really got to dig deep, Bob, and we've got to go in and be willing now, now to do what we need to do. And now in my mind means, okay, what needs, right, are required? What opportunities do I want to seize? Those children, as you mentioned, every idea we have as a child that we either birth or we don't. And then the W, when and what am I going to do about it? And the answer to it is in the very word itself. Now. There's no time like right fucking now. <laughs> right? And and that's where, you know, that the 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 one thing book is was so amazing. What is the one thing I can do right now that by doing it will make will everything else easier or unnecessary? Take a look at that. I was just talking to a gentleman he, the other day, an older gentleman, my, you know, a little bit younger than me, actually. But he was saying that he was just happy to be getting up in the morning and kind of being allowed to do what he could do. And uh, it, during that conversation, the, he had expressed that he was quite unhappy with his career, quite unhappy with his financial situation, quite unhappy with his health. So those are the three major areas he was unhappy with, but yet he was just happy to get up the next day. So he has not intentionally looked at the things that he can do. He hasn't looked at those areas. He hasn't set goals. He hasn't, maybe he doesn't know about the principles of high performance. He doesn't understand that he has uh, more control over how the rest of his life will go. And, and uh, people that go to the Uncommon Truth website and, and get, uh, uh, can get a little bit of guidance on this sort of stuff. Um, so I want to, yeah, well you know, suggest yeah, that people read. Thought life. Common truth, thought life. And, uh, you know, a big part of, of motivating yourself, a big part of becoming unstuck is that mindset. And to unlock the mindset, often new information is very helpful. New way to look at things very helpful. So, there's so much help out available to spark a new idea, which can motivate people. So if you feel stuck, um, there are many methods, many ways to become unstuck, but uh, take the first step, make a call, uh, check out stuff online, do something for yourself. It all, it all starts out with that intentional action. You know, Bob, that's really well said. You know, life really stands for living intentionally focused on executing. And execution is really just the habits and rituals that we're doing daily. Um, and it doesn't need to be big, massive overhaul. It needs to be baby steps sometimes in certain areas. 
you know, um, pain is the partner of growth and we're all in pain. It gives us an opportunity to grow, learn, and be able to identify the things that we need to change. Because if we didn't have pain, there would be no identification that we don't like this. So we really need to have an attitude of gratitude towards pain, right? Because that in itself triggers the question of why. So the big question that I would say is it's important for us to really be clear and intentional, as you said, Bob, on our outcomes. But even more important than the end destination in mind, we really need to discover why we want to go there. So you need to have the plan and clarity on where you're going. And you got to know why you want to get there because the second we say, I want to go somewhere, there's resistance. Things are going to happen in life that's going to try to slow us down, whether it be people, whether it be other circumstances, job, finances. There could be many, many reasons, but there's resistance. And we really need to be clear that it's going to require consistent daily effort. It's not a one-time thing. Make a big jump and we've got it sorted. No, it's about us being willing to embrace uncertainty and to make the small steps. How do you move that truck? Like I said, right at the beginning, it takes a small board to create leverage so that you can use what you have. This truck still uses its power. It just needs a little help, leverage to move forward out of the stuff that's keeping it stuck. So my <laughs> encouragement right. for myself, right? And for us, Bob, is we're on this journey of seeking the uncommon truth, right? About how to live our ideal form of life. I'd like to ask all of you to join us as we seek to live our ideal form of life. And how are we doing it? We are daily, daily pursuing our purpose and trying to learn the principles of performance. It's not an arrive. This never ends. And it's David Goggins who, who, who made that statement. He's running one of his ultra marathons and he just realized there's no fucking end. Every day is day one. So give ourselves grace. Get up and go. Because yesterday's done. Can't fix it. Tomorrow's not here. It never comes. We've got right now to make those good choices. So my encouragement is, as Bob did, journey with us. Because we're really trying to, every day, just get unstuck. Just use leverage. Create the focus that's going to change our life. And get around the people, proximity, that are going to help us leverage and move forward in our life. Bob, what do you think on those those comments for us in in, in putting the rocks? Well, in I think that's you're, you're absolutely right, Heath. But I want to encourage people that when you have clear purpose and when you you know the areas that you want to improve, let's say you chose to improve the relationship with your spouse or your girlfriend or something like that, it's not an onerous thing. It's not a 
it's not something that becomes um that's uh it's an onerous change it's a it's a fresh look at uh at doing things uh differently and it's very creative it's a very creative exciting process to wake up in the morning and invent new things to do to drive your department forward if you're a leader in your department or um, do something special for your significant other or or think about your children in a different way and, and think about uh, do something with them take some action to show them that you care or that you love I mean it's a very creative thing that happens that's um, that's probably out of the ordinary and certainly is not in the mediocre range of things it's a very creative process and I know that he you get up early in the morning and you do you have a meditation um, uh, habit that you have that's a wonderful time to be creative uh, it's a great heads up from a lot of people is to take that quiet time in the morning to think about your day ahead of, of yourself and um, and then as we go through the day right those those special times during the day that we don't think are special where you're driving the car somewhere but you turn the radio off and you just think creatively about what's going to be happening in that business meeting or what's going to be happening in the evening or if you're coaching coaching teams or something like that what you what you can do that's special and different and impactful and um, so i want to encourage people that those those daily habits and the new thought processes they they evolve over time but they're exceptionally exciting exceptionally creative and really are fun man they're they're the best thing you can do um, is to take it day by day hey bob you know what just came to mind is that it really comes down to the questions that we ask. And what I found in my life is that I've asked, in my opinion, why is an important question? But why is a circle question? It never arrives at a final destination. It's a continually ending question. The most effective questions are how, what, how, and who questions when you are clear on what you want and you ask the question of how can I do it quite often resistance will arrive and go well I don't know this I don't know that I don't have this skill perfect that should lead you to the most important question who does who do I need to be in proximity to so our invitation is to go to the uncommon truth thought life check us out and look at the ideal form of life power pack and look at our ideal form of life program for you if uh, our intense uh, intensive program which will be uh, available very soon for uh, people and then for all of you who are really uh, wanting to grow and you are a leader you are in business and managing your own business or managing people or you're an athlete that's trying to go to the next level or like me a diabetic that's just trying to live a life uh, that's an uncommon healthy life well you're going to want to check out our high performance leadership and our high performance teams programs and so we really invite you to join us on this journey of seeking the uncommon truth pursuing your purpose learning the principles of performance on how to live an ideal form of life.
So thanks for joining with us today. Bob, I'm really grateful for this discussion that we've had just on how to get unstuck. So I'm going to just summarize it. Do you have any uh, last summary comments that you'd like to make, Bob, before I do a kind of a, a quick wrap up? No, but I'd, I would say that listening to uh, you talk today was inspiring. Heath. So I've got a travel day today, right? So I've got to travel for uh, six hours and um, it's by car. But, you know, when you, when you talk about these sort of topics, you start to think creatively, creatively uh, what you, we can do. And so I've got a couple of neat thoughts. Is I think I'll, I think I'll stop for a hike on the way home, you know, in an area that I've not been in at before, and uh, I love to hike. And so why wouldn't I make that part of the trip? It'll delay me by about an hour, but I've got a, a lot of flex time, and to have that peak experience will be uh, uh, really good for me. So um, I want to thank you for that bit of inspiration today, my friend. Thank you. Well, Bob, one of the things that uh, you and I are really uh, passionate about is energy health and energy health management and learning to take those micro breaks to really invest in ourselves, in our body, into our, our mind and into our spirit, of who, the essence of who we are. And, you know, you said something really clear and that you and I both believe here is that the uncommon truth about being stuck is that we really have to live intentionally focused on executing. And that really means that I need to be aware and accept where I am today because it's not where I'm going to be tomorrow. I need to be clear on the goal and the outcomes that I want, know where I want to go and who I want to be, become, which means the root of becoming means to be that right now. Well, how do I do that? I decide why I want to be that. And once I've decided, I need to really focus on dreaming big, being creative, as you just said, Bob, and continuing to make decisions that move me forward to that destination. And it's easier to do it if we document it and we go back to it because we can measure ourselves because we should only be comparing ourself to ourself of yesterday. Yeah. Right, and that's critical. Critical that we accept and be aware of where we're at, but that's not where we're staying. We're moving forward. So let's all take action. Let's use leverage. That starts with our mindset, with our focus, our language, and our physiology. What we're doing to take control of our state—that's up to us. If it's going to be, it's up to me. So I'm committed to that, and committed to seizing the opportunity to focus on the big rocks in my life and to get the biggest sticks I can to create leverage to move me forward to achieve the outcomes that I want. And that's really what high performance is all about. Performance is the accomplishment of an action, a task, and we can all do that. So guys, we really uh, thank you for joining us today on this discussion of getting unstuck. And we just uh, encourage you to check us out at theuncommontruth.life. You can also search for us at The Uncommon Truth on YouTube and Facebook. We have a page as well as all the uh, podcast apps. We're up there as well. As we continue to grow with you, we thank you for journeying with us. As we ask the questions, seek the answers, 
to find the uncommon truth. Until next time. Thanks, Heath. God bless. Thank you for listening today. We welcome you to visit us at www.theuncommontruth.life and find The Uncommon Truth on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Until next time, God bless.